This is the Perry Peltz Show on Sirius XM. Here's your host, Perry Peltz. And welcome, everybody. We're so glad you could join us for this hour, and it's an exciting one. So what's wrong with being ambitious? Does it mean you're pushy, bossy, ruthless? Well, unfortunately, too often, if you're a woman, it can mean exactly that. And it's those negative connotations that translate into fewer women in leadership positions. Women earn less than men in nearly every single occupation with a gender wage gap of just about 20%. We have the desire, the smarts, the education, and the work ethic to succeed at all levels, and yet we continue to bump our heads against that old proverbial glass ceiling. We are joined today by Tori Birch, who is trying to do something about it and helping women to put some cracks in that ceiling. Tori and her foundation, the Tori Birch Foundation, recently launched a wonderful campaign encouraging women to embrace ambition. And that's what we're talking about today. Tori Birch is chairman and CEO of Tori Birch, and she's with us today to tell us all about her amazing campaign. Tori, welcome. Hi, Perry. Thank you for having me. So nice to hear you. Yes, on a snowy day. I, a little snowy here. For those of you across the country, we are in the middle of a pretty serious snowstorm. Um, but anyway, we're glad you could join us. Tori, congratulations, first of all, on the incredible campaign. And I hope that a lot of women across the country have seen it and have been able to actually take part in it and embrace ambition. Tori, why embrace ambition? Well, it's such uh, an important thing that I've learned over the last, I would say, 13 years since I started the company. Um, I think I've told you this. When I first started, there was an article written on me by the New York Times, and a a good mutual friend of ours called me up and said she liked the article, but I shied away from the word ambition. And since that call, it made me think a lot over the years, and certainly experience has also led me to the fact that Women need to stand up, and we all need to support it, women and men. If they want to be ambitious in any way, we we need to level the playing field. You know, it's so true. And, and I know that it's, it's, I find that I do it as well. You know, it's something that you kind of feel uncomfortable. You say, oh, I know you've probably thought of this. You always kind of uh, couch what your, what is your ambition because it feels uncomfortable so often. It feels uncomfortable. And, and certainly I felt uncomfortable when the journalist said, you're ambitious. And it, I was thinking about it. Um, and, and I, I am ambitious. I didn't know exactly what it meant back then. Certainly over the years, I've learned to embrace it. But I think it's something we need to retrain ourselves. And, and certainly I hope it's changing with, young, with younger generations. I think it is with my 18-year-old or 19-year-old twin boys. Um, but it's, it, we have a long way to go. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. What does it mean, Tori? Explain to people what you're hoping that the campaign will actually allow women to do, women and men. I don't want to leave men out of this, but as far as it, what does it mean for them to embrace ambition? Well, I think it's, it's in every aspect of life. It doesn't certainly have to be a career. It could be the way you live your life as a mom, as uh, you know, as as a, a, a CEO. So for me, it's, it's really, we need equality and pay. We need equal rights. For me, that is not a favor. It should be a given. Um, equal rights, it's half the population. For women to be treated differently than men is a little obscene. And I think that 
it's in this day and age, it's got to stop. And certainly we don't want to go backwards. We want to go forward. And we have to go forwards. I don't think there's any question about it. We, we must do this. But, Tori, to your point, what you just said about it can be for CEOs, it can be for moms. This is not just geared towards professional women. And I know you've made a real point of that. Well, I think ambition traditionally has had such negative connotations when associated with women. When men are ambitious, it's celebrated. And when women are ambitious, it's almost crass. And I think that that has to change. Certainly, I've heard it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. But I think other women really relate to it. When we sent this letter out asking for people to be part of this campaign, it was a resounding yes. And I think we've touched something in the country and and actually globally. And we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to have the head of your foundation, Lori Fabiano, is going to join us in a little bit to talk about what the numbers have been like, because the number of people who have embraced, no pun intended, this campaign (laughs) has really been extraordinary. And we're going to hear about that in just a moment. But Tori, you mentioned that obviously there's this real divide when it comes to women and men and that word ambition. For women, it can be a dirty word, and for men, it can be celebrated. And yet, there are several men in the PSA, in the video that you launched to embrace ambition. Why did you choose to include men? Well, I think the word feminist is used in the wrong way. Feminist, to me, and certainly I am one, and men can be feminists as well, is about equality. It's not about not liking men. And I think that has to stop as well. It's so important to have men part of this conversation. And I can tell you, whenever I've spoken to fathers about their daughters, it's a a non-starter for them to think that they're not treated equally in the workforce and beyond. Right. No, there's there's no doubt about it. And it's so great. Hopefully, to... hopefully husbands and wives and brothers and sisters, but certainly fathers and daughters. Did you get your boys to do the to embrace ambition in the campaign? I I did. And they 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 thought, wow, this is something so interesting. They they embrace ambition, but they also love when they see their friends doing interesting things that are that are young women. You know, it's funny because I also have boys, as you know, and We talked about this around the campaign, and I just assumed that it was something that they were aware of when it comes to women and girls, that there there is this disconnect. And it was a really important conversation that we wound up having that I don't know that we would have necessarily had before. And I think we all, as mothers and fathers, for that matter, need to talk to our kids about it. Well, my boys were the same. I I don't think that they were aware. And I think it's really important. We can have all the great programs in the world, but if we don't change these gender stereotypes, it's not going to matter. And certainly our foundation has a lot of wonderful options, and Lori will definitely walk you through them, from low-cost loans to education to our fellowship program. But really, if we're not getting women to buy into this and men, it's it's a non-starter. No, that's right. And we have to make this a starter. Tori, you mentioned your foundation, the Tori Birch Foundation, and we are going to have several of the entrepreneurs, the women entrepreneurs on this program later on in the hour. Why did you decide that women entrepreneurship was the issue of all the many issues that are out there? And there are so many. What made you decide that this was going to be what you were going to focus your your efforts on? Well, you know, I started the company with um, a business plan that part of the business plan was to start a foundation. 
And I knew that it would be about women and children. And certainly it was not part, part of our public conversation in the beginning because I never wanted it to be perceived as marketing in any way. So we really wanted to first build a company. Then it's been a long road. Then we needed to see real impact and scale. And now that we've seen that, um, I, I, w- w- when I started the foundation, I wanted to think about, let me, let me rewind, what I could offer people. And I could offer people the, the idea of doing a startup and seeing how hard business can be and, and seeing how hard it can be for women in particular. So that's where the idea of, of what our foundation um, was going to focus on came from. And so now we have real impact and scale. And it's exciting to be able to talk about it. We have a a partnership with Bank of America where we've given out over $25 million in low-cost loans in the last two years. And we're averaging about a million a month. We have a program with Goldman Sachs for education. And then we have our fellowship program. So I'm finally in a place where our company can really stand firm in supporting the foundation in a public way. Isn't it incredible that $25 million has gone out to women entrepreneurs? How awesome is that? Well, it's awesome. And, you know, I didn't realize how difficult it would be. I mean, certainly Lori can tell you how she cracked the nut. And and she did, because when we first got that initiative, we're like, great, $25 million, no problem. But it really is, it it, it, it did take some thinking and some work, because you have to find the entrepreneurs at the right cycle of their business and and the right time for them to need a loan. And it certainly has to be a business with with some scale. So it, it, it was a bit more complex than we realized in the beginning. And and the whole idea behind entrepreneurship is complex. I know that there are people who would say to me, oh, my gosh, it's so amazing what Tori Birch has accomplished. It's a Cinderella story. And it's not. It was a lot <laughs> of hard work. And I think that that's something. And, Tori, perhaps you can you can talk about that for a second. But to the women entrepreneurs who are out there listening, and I think this is so important, it's it is hard work and it's really tough and it was hard for you too. I mean, it can be excruciating. And you know, when I first started the company, my parents had the insight to tell me that okay, you're going to need to thicken your skin, you're going to need to work incredibly hard, harder than you've ever imagined, and 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 be prepared for negativity. They said negativity is noise. So with the hard work and all the other outside things that you have to block out. It's unbelievable. I I spoke at Babson for their graduation and the content was about there's, there's no such thing as an overnight success. And I truly now understand that. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. And I think that for people to to not understand, understand that and to think that there is some kind of, miraculous way to have an, a, a company just appear and be successful. It's just not true. And I don't think it helps anybody to think that. Tori, how do you encourage your employees? You now have, I think, 200 stores from all the way from Asia here to the United States. How do you encourage your employees to embrace their own ambition? Well, I think it's personal. And I think that you know each person has, has to really do some soul searching and, and think about what ambition means to them. Um, certainly, we, we want to have a, a balance of, of work and life balance. And that's hard. Being a mom and being a CEO has been the hardest thing I've ever done. But we want to be able to give an environment and a culture that, that really talks to that. Right. No, I that's I, I couldn't agree more. And being able to do that. And it's something we work on every day. I mean, certainly a culture is, is so important in a company. And 
And when people think about starting a company, I really highly recommend having them think about what the culture for them means. But we want a great environment. When you have a great environment, you get the best work. And you it's, get the creative work, too. It's a pretty idea. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Tori, before we let you go, what would be to the women who are listening, who are perhaps where you were 13 years ago, thinking about starting a company, what would be the advice you would want to share with them? Wow. I would say, you know, think about your idea. I had so many ideas for so many different companies, and I was so sick of talking about my ideas and not having them work out that... One advice was keep it to yourself until you're really ready. Um, and then and then meet a need. Think about something that is missing because there is an overload of, of things right now. And I think less is more. And you need to really think about what you're starting and if it's meaningful and if it's meeting something that's not being met. And then be prepared for a lot of hard work, determination, excitement, and uh, so many things. When you're an entrepreneur, you never know what comes your way. And I always think about grace under pressure. Yeah, no, I, that that's right. And I want to go back to something your parents said to you, because I think it's so true for all of us who work and don't work, actually, or stay at home. That's thickening up your skin, because not everybody's going to have nice things to say along the way. Well, yeah. And I think on, on that term, ignorance is bliss. Don't read it. <laughs> Tori, congratulations on your incredible campaign. So, so appreciate Thank you for doing this, Tori. Always happy to do anything and happy to have you here, Tori. Come back soon. 